0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. When you're walking down the supermarket aisle, do you notice the foods that are aimed at your kids? You know the ones I'm talking about, they've got cartoon characters on them, it might be a fluffy teddy bear or a lion... New research has found that 50% of supermarket foods specifically targeted at children are unhealthy. Jane Martin is the executive manager of the Obesity po- Policy Coalition Australia, and she joins us now to explain more. Hi, Jane. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. Good. Thank you. Where are we currently at in terms of childhood obesity in Australia?
1: Well, around 27% of children are above a healthy weight, uh, and that's is showing some signs of slowing but still it's a pretty serious problem and if children are above a healthy weight when they're adolescents, they're much more likely to take that on into adulthood and this is something that is totally preventable. So it's really important that we ensure that children have healthy diets. That's a leading contributor to unhealthy weights uh, and that we support families to, um, you know, grow healthy children
0: so what we're talking about here is specifically about branding that different products put on their foods for kids are there any regulations on that kind of thing
1: no there's no regulations on cartoons or character promotions on food packaging uh, and that's a real problem because we looked at foods in supermarket that were you know aimed at children children's foods and found that just over 50% of the foods that would be categorised as unhealthy overall were carrying these kinds of promotions and and we know um, how influential those are. So that's really a
0: problem. So when we talk about influence, um, a lot of parents would probably be right on board in terms of direct marketing junk food to children on TV and things like that. We've got restrictions there. Um, what kind of influence do these sorts of characters on the actual food packet itself, what kind of influence do they have?
1: Well, I think the main influence is attracting the children when you're shopping to those characters. Sometimes they're characters that the kids would be familiar with because they've seen them on cartoons and in other places. Sometimes they're just characters made up particularly for that p- character. Some well-known ones are the Kellogg's Coco, the um, monkey, the um, monkey. Tony the Tiger, uh, and sometimes the products are kind of made into animations as well, like m and M's in the Yogo, the m M&M and is animated on the front of the packaging. So these are all tools designed to engage with children. Often there's other promotions through the pack. Um, you can make a mask, for example, um, from the cocoa Tiger on the back of the cocoa Pop. So there's other ways that, you know, once you've bought the product, that these characters are being engaging with your children. But really, they're designed initially just to attract the child when you're shopping in the supermarket, and most parents would have, um, you know, fallen prey to that one.
0: Well, we know. I mean, pester power is is very strong, and I am thinking of myself in the shopping centre with my kids, and so that can be really tough when they're nagging you. Do we have any sense of um, how? powerful pester power is in terms of the way parents buy food and also how much do these companies understand that you know how much are they actually understanding that parents can get worn down and give in at that time
1: yeah well we know that um, this pestering happens a lot in supermarkets Uh, we know that these kinds of techniques are increasingly being used um, to reach children. Um, There's a lot of products we found that there are 186 different packaged food products that had cartoons on them um, or character promotions on them So, um, and half of those were unhealthy. So it's a a very common technique used to market all sorts of products to children. It was just really unfortunate that we um, saw only one example of um, unprocessed food, so apples being promoted to children in this same way. And they're exactly the kinds of foods that need to be promoted to kids more. I mean, advertising works. It's an investment by companies to, to increase sales and children are very vulnerable to these kinds of promotions. Um, they were absolutely as intended to, as, as you say, create pester power, and, and every parent would be well aware of that. So, you know, advertising and marketing of junk food influences kids, it influences what they eat, it influences what they want to eat, and it influences what they pester their parents to buy for them.
0: So are you saying this type of branding should be banned?
1: Yeah, we'd like to see it come off. Um, junk foods. If these companies say they're not marketing unhealthy food to children, then they shouldn't be using these really uh, powerful characters and, and promotions on packaging to draw kids in. I mean, everybody would understand that there's a serious issue around children's health here, and that you know why should it just be up to parents to counter this? Industry shouldn't be doing it in the first place.
0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Jane Martin. She's the executive manager of the Obesity Policy Coalition Australia, and we're talking about the fact that new research has found 50% of supermarket foods that are specifically targeting children are unhealthy. We're talking about those kinds of packages that have uh, cartoon characters on them, lions, tigers. Fluffy teddy bears. Um, Jane, this morning a Kellogg spokesperson has said that asking them to remove characters from the box would be like asking Qantas to get rid of the kangaroo. They're saying that they're <laughs> icons, Australian icons, that children and families relate to. What's your response to that?
1: I think that's a really a ridiculous uh, response. I think clearly these um, are techniques used to market their particularly high sugar cereals to children. Um, On the back of their Cocoa Pops packet, they have a mask that you can make of the Cocoa Pop monkey. Um, On the back of the Frosties packet, there's a Tommy the Tiger um, uh, photograph, um, sort of photo frame that you can put your photo in with Tommy the Tiger. These are all designed to engage with children. And we have a problem of... Of poor diets with children and children are eating way too much added sugar a lot of that is coming through cereals. Peak health bodies including the World Health Organization say that children should be protected from this kind of marketing and I think for Kellogg's to wipe their hands of their responsibilities as a response if they want to be seen as a responsible corporate citizen I think is really quite shocking, and I think it really trivialises the problem and the issue, and particularly the role that their promotions are playing in fueling an epidemic of poor diets and overweight and obesity.
0: So I know um, this all this campaign and what you're trying to raise awareness of is that corporations should take responsibility for this. Um, in the snail's pace that's likely to happen, um, do you have any advice on how parents can actually minimise the impact this type of branding has on our kids, apart from blindfolding them as they go down the aisle?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of one way is not to take your children food shopping, and that's pretty sad that, you know, that's what it's come down to, but that is the best way. Um, sticking to the outside edges of the supermarket to avoid these kinds of promotions and these packaged foods is one way, but we did note when we were doing our research that, you know, often there's, you know, standalone promotions um, of these kinds of foods that can be difficult um, to avoid, and, also to remember that kids can eat the same food that adults are eating. They don't need sort of specific child products. They can eat the same yogurt that you're eating, the same fruit and veg, and, and try and make food um, more fun. So cut up fruit and veg, cut healthy sandwiches into different shapes, get the kids involved in preparing meals and snacks and making it fun. And, and I think the thing to watch out for is that we found that um, the, the promotions um, were particularly prevalent on kids' snack bars and cheese snacks, ice creams and icy poles. So I think often um, the snack bars and cheese snacks are things you pop in the lunchbox or pop in, you know, when you send your children to creche um, and, you know, really uh, have a look at the nutrition information panel Um You know, there's a lot of great resources online. Live Lighter um, has a lot of fantastic materials and food plans and tips and tricks for parents. So um, sometimes those sorts of websites can really provide advice that's practical and, and easy to do.
0: Well, thank you, Jane, so much for your time today.
1: Thanks very much,
0: Siobhan. That's Jane Martin. She's the Executive Manager of the Obesity Policy Coalition and we'll put links up on our website later this afternoon. So we'll also include that link that Jane mentioned, that website, Live Lighter. You can go and find out more information there. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode.